Hello and welcome to the HFL show brought to you by Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Ald. Back once again after a bout of man flu last weekend. Lemsip fairly got their money's worth from me last week. I'll tell you who else got their money's worth. It's Highland League fans at the weekend. 50 plus goals scored in an action-packed weekend of football. We even had a nil-nil draw thrown into the mix as well. Rothis drawing nil-nil with Fermartin at McKessick Park. Fraser Brackwell, they're still out on top. Seven-nil winners at Forest Mechanics at the weekend. Paul Young helping himself to four of the seven goals. Brecon City move into second spot. They were five-nil winners over Lossy Mouth, Michael Payton, Gary Wood, David Cox with a double and Max Kucherevje with the final one. Bucky Thistle and Brora keep up their challenge at the top. Bucky Thistle were 4-1 winners at home to Clach while Brora won 5 goals to 1 away to Keith Matthew Wright in amongst the goals. In fact, sorry, 7 Brora won at the weekend. Matthew Wright with 3 Jordan McRae with a double, Dale Gillespie and Colin Williamson on the score sheet. Name County, 6-0 winners away to Turriff United. Connor Gethins with four of Nairn's six. Wick Academy were 4-3 winners away to Huntley in quite an, uh, an epic game at Christie Park. Gary Manson, the Wick Academy player manager, with the winner from the penalty spot to wrap up. Rick Academy's second win of the season. Goals are plenty at Princess Royal Park. 10-0 Devonville winners at home to Fort William. That's 10-0. Not looking good at the foot of the table for the Fort. And at Harwell Park, Inverurie Locos 5-1 winners at home to Strathspey Thistle. And we'll stay with the Locos. Just so happens that two of the guests on this week's podcast were involved in that game. We'll hear from Jamie McGowan of Strathspey Thistle a little later on. But joining us now to talk locos is defender Mark Suter. Mark, how are you doing? And you not bad yourself? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Now you're just about to um, head out to training. We're going to be joined later on by Strathspey Thistle's Jamie McGowan. Now. Of course, it's a coincidence that you were involved in that game. There's two guests from the same game. A 5-1 victory at the weekend for yourselves at home to Strathspey Thistle. Uh, talk to us about the game. Quite um, quite a good victory for you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was good. Like, I didn't really know what to expect from uh, Strathspey, to be honest, because it's been almost a couple of years, probably nearly two years, I think, since we, yeah. since we last played them. And there was a few, a few guys I kind of recognised, but there was a lot of guys that didn't, so... But uh, no, they, I thought they were a good, uh, hard-working young side. Um, they did test us, like, but uh, I just think going forward, um, also we've got Kieran Chan playing really well, so I just think he was a bit too much to handle uh, for the defence at the time. But um, no, they, they worked really well, and it was, it was a good, energetic young side. Like, so um, it was a completely different Starspeed team to what we previously uh, played. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, no, it was a good game. Um, I think the key thing for yourself, Mark, at Locos, is just to just to keep going. You know, just keep picking up the wins. Um, be as professional as possible, regardless of of the opposition on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, 
us, yeah, like uh, the gaffer reminds us every week, just uh, one game at a time, especially now, uh, a bit of a kind of inconsistent with some results anyway, but one game at a time, and if we take care of our game every Saturday or every Wednesday, whenever it is, we can only hope that other teams at the top will maybe slip up and drop points, so as long as we're taking care of ourselves, we can only the best we can do and uh, keep pushing on from there. It's got quite tasty at the top in the last couple of weeks. I think that Rothfuss result at the Bellsley has um, has brought Fraserburgh down into the within touching distance, if you like, from a, from a, for a couple of sides. Uh, locals are heavily involved in that race at the top as well. It's um, it, it's getting it's getting quite juicy up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting getting quite exciting. Uh, and it's good. It's good to see that Rothfuss uh, that uh, obviously beat them and took points off them because it just makes it even more interesting and keeps everyone kind of closer together. Um, but like a lot of those top teams, I think over the next two three weeks are going to be playing each other. Um, which obviously there'll be more teams dropping points and stuff. So, but it's it's, it's probably one of the, at this time of year. It's probably one of the closest tables has been for a while. Because normally there's maybe one or two teams running away with it, but uh, there's about five or six teams that's in, in, in touching distance of it. So. Um, it's good to see that competition and um, everyone's kind of enjoying it I think so it's good This season you guys have been pretty consistent I mean in terms of you've been you've been up in second, third, fourth you've been, you've been there or thereabouts all, all the way through the season as well so that consistency must please you um, with a tough second half of the season still to come Yeah I think talk about consistency there I think over the like well, since I've been at locals anyway, it's been one of the main things that they've kind of never really got a like a hold of is consistency. I think they've always had like a, a strong team, but um, just never had that consistency. And I think that's maybe why we maybe lack in silverware and stuff like that. But um, we did kind of the season did start kind of well. Well, we did start well obviously with the first kind of couple of games, and then we took that draw. It lost your mouth and. There's games like that you you look back on you think God if we won that game we could be even closer to the top but um, we always do tell ourselves every week there's got to be more consistent if we can find that consistency then success will come um, I think we've got the, we've got a really strong team but if you're not taking results every week week in week out again you'll struggle so um, just finding that level of consistency is key to to win things. You mentioned them earlier on, Mark, you've, um, the manager. Um, there was a change in the dugout this season at, at Locos Richard Hastings, replaced Andy Lowe. Um, what's working alongside Richard been like for yourself in the last couple of months? Yeah, I, like, I've, I've, I've taken everything on uh, board what you said. He's, he's, he's came down from that level, you know, like a much higher level than I've ever played at. Um, so obviously uh, I respect him for that. and He's a very... Uh, He's, he's, he's got like he's very um, professional when yep. it comes to when it comes to um, training and stuff like that. And he's got his methods. He's put his methods in from day one. He's made it very clear how he wants us to play. It's still a work in progress, uh, but I think like it's becoming clearer to see that his methods are paying off mm-hmm. um, with the way the guys are playing. Um, working hard like I think like since I've like I've been at locals for 11 years now and from my time there it's probably one of the hardest working uh, sides I've played with um, I don't know if that's coming from the gaffer but it's maybe just a 
change of boys, but it's, it's certainly certainly paying off. But like I said, he's came in with his methods. His methods are working. There's a guy that he's filling a lot of young guys with a lot of confidence, like Kieran Shanks and mm. uh, Robert Ward. They're still really young guys. Everyone kind of forgets how young they are. Um, but he's he's getting the best out of them uh, for that age. So it's good to see. Like obviously the older guys. <laughs> Yes. I'm kind of coming into the older category now. So. Still got hey, still still plenty of life in the the, the old dog yet. Um, <laughs> in terms of the the manager himself, he, he you know potentially might agree, might not agree, but you know becoming the manager of locals, considering the fact that you mentioned there, locals have been a very settled team, a very settled club for a number of years now, uh, and it's always. I'm not saying he's an outsider because, he, of course, he's you know he's he's, he's well known in the in the Highland in you know, the circles anyway in terms of football. But um, it was a, a kind of a, a, a brave appointment, I suppose, for the club and also to Richie to go there. But from the outside looking in, it looks like you know you guys are obviously buying into to his methods uh, and I'm taken to him because results are showing that you know there's no there hasn't been any um, in fact there's been progress uh, this season. Uh, under uh, Richie's tenure, so it's it's obviously something's working there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree. Um, like you say, I think one of the best things for the club was bringing in somebody that nobody knew. To be honest, I certainly um, I didn't know him. Um, like a lot of the other guys, a few of the younger guys knew him from when they maybe were uh, played for uh, Cali and mm-hmm. stuff like that in the in the younger groups. But it's good that he came in and nobody like nobody knew him. So like. I think like when a manager comes in like that, he doesn't like he doesn't owe anything to anybody. So like he just came in and done what he wanted to do, yeah. which is the right thing to do, obviously, and, and uh, set things up how he wanted to set it up. And great respect for that because like you just said, there results are paying off. Uh, the way the guys are playing is paying off. So like he's obviously doing something right uh, with, with the group. So. It's really good to see. A nice early kickoff for you guys this weekend. You're through to Inverness to take on Clark. It's a half one kickoff at uh, Grant Street Park. Um, Clark, of course, have caused a few sides problems, um, especially yeah. in their own soil. You know, they, they ran Broda close, they ran Fraserburgh close as well. Uh, I know that you, you guys will be well warned about uh, Clark and their dangers on Saturday. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, like we say, it's back to the, back to the, the start of the fixtures again. So. Obviously, we've already played them, but that the, the five 0 result at the beginning of the season doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's passed, so you can't like certainly don't look at that. It's, uh, it's every single game's different. Doesn't matter who you're playing. Um, like every game in the Highland League, in my eyes, is a tough one. Doesn't regardless if you're playing top or bottom of the league. So um, certainly going up there as well. Like we went up there in January, just before the the pandemic started. We were I think it was our final game before they got all the games that didn't stop. one game at a time mentality I was about to, to talk to you about December and of course a big December in store but you're right one game at a time you've got a big League Cup semi-final against a uh, League Cup quarter-final even uh, against um, 
Bucky Thistle the week after. But in terms of that early kickoff, I suppose it, it you know if you can, it probably doesn't matter too much in the grand scheme of things. But if you can you know go out there and and take care of your business and get the win on Saturday at Clark, then it puts a wee bit of pressure on the other teams in and around you. I know it's very early, early in the season, but still yeah. you know puts a little bit of onus on them to go and win their games. Yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah, it does. I think we, we, we were quite uh, excited that we got Bucky um, in the in the League Cup because obviously we had a bad result against them about a month ago. Um, so we were quite excited. We, we knew that we weren't up to scratch for how we played in that day. So all the guys are going to go into that game with a point to prove. Um, certainly the gaffers got a point to prove as well. He wants to make sure that we turn up there and show how we can actually play because it wasn't a good game. We got beat three nil. Um, a bit disappointing. So, but as long as long as we keep winning, like I'm saying, we've got to go to Clark and stamp our authority and keep winning. And other teams, they're not at the game. As long as they see us winning, then they're going to be like, "That's locals won again." Yep. So, um, it's certainly a big positive that we continue continue to win. Um. And then, obviously, just take each game as it comes. Well, Mark, all the very best or on Saturday and for the rest of the season. I really appreciate you taking some time. I know that you guys are training tonight, so I appreciate you taking some time out before training to have a chat with us. And, uh, yeah, as I say, all the very best. Yeah, no bother. Thank you very much. OK, Jamie McGowan, welcome to the HFL show. How are you? Good, Ian. Thank you. How's yourself? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks. I'm very good. Uh, Jamie, let's first of all get to Saturday out of the way. Um, not a good result for you guys, of course, difficult going to Harlow Park, difficult for any side going to Harlow Park, um, but from the following on social media at the weekend, by all accounts, a bit of a, a bit of a, an entertaining game, if you like, if you were a, if you were a neutral. Um, how was your take on the Saturday at Harlow Park? To be honest, Dean, it's um, <clears throat> the feeling after the game from the coaching staff point of view, we weren't disappointed with the performance. I think the boys gave us absolutely everything. Um, conceding a few sloppy goals, I think. I don't think we deserve to get beat 5-1. Um, we done well to get back into the game after conceding the first two. We lost a goal right the last kick of the half in the first half, so going down 3-1 was a bit disappointing getting at half-time. The second half, we, we played well. We, we kept the ball well. We battled for everything. Um, again, like touching an effort, we really couldn't ask much more from the boys on Saturday. Just, just trying to stop us conceding those soft goals. It's killing us a bit in games. Um, so the feeling wasn't wasn't too bad after the game. I know that too well. Um, the locals manager worked with him at Ross County, so he's got a good squad there. We knew it was going to be a tough game, but I think we gave a good account of ourselves. You had one chopped off as well, just at the start of the second half as well. You know, going in three-one down, obviously, you know, not the result at half time you were looking for, but at the same time, you got an instant response. Um, and I think at that stage of the game, when you're up against it against a, a good local side as well, it's about just making sure you stay in the game, give a good account of yourself, as you mentioned as well. Important not to not to let heads drop. Yeah, and that's exactly what we said to the boys. Just keep doing what you're doing. We kept the ball really well in periods of the game against good opposition um, and more than held their own for large parts of the second half. And the message after the game really is 
keep doing what we're doing, perform like that, and I think we'll be fine. Um, but it's just trying to get that consistency now. We've seen spells in the game that were really positive. It's just about trying to put them together um, in games where we should be competing more, cutting out the little mistakes. And there's signs there that we can go on a wee run. Um, I think the next couple of months is going to be very important for us. But as long as the boys just keep believing, keep doing what we're doing, we're playing some really nice football, um, just getting a wee bit of consistency now, trying to put these 20-minute spells that we're having in games, trying to increase that to full halves and to full games. And listen, I'm confident that we'll pick up, pick up points in the next few months. I think the evidence is there in terms of, you mentioned, you know, going on little runs because you, you did that at the start of the season. You guys started the season really well. And and the evidence is there. You can play some good football. Um, I spoke to Andy Kirk at Brecon City a few weeks ago and, you know, you gave Brecon a bit of a, a bit of a scare and, OK, yeah. the game didn't turn out the way you wanted it to, but, you know, I don't think they expected that. And and the, the style of football this season, you know, you have... There's been a few good games you've been involved in. There's been a few rip rolling games as well. It's there, isn't it? It's just it's all it just needs to, to come together. You've got um you know good some good defensive displays in there, some good attacking displays. It just needs to, to come together and blend in one. So that's exactly it. And I think it's <clears throat> it's quite a young squad we've got as well. So you're always going to get a wee bit of inconsistency with the younger players. Not everybody's going to be at it every week, but it's just trying to increase that, just trying to get a bit more consistency in there. Um, I smooth get some really good players in that team. We've got big characters in the team as well that can help out some of the younger boys at times. Um, so that, I keep saying it, the signs are there. Um, as a coaching team, we're confident we can put a run together. And the boys just need to believe in what we are trying to achieve, believe in themselves. Because we keep telling them they are good enough. They're good enough to compete. As you're saying, it's it's wee signs. It's like they're breaking away. You get into a 2-0 lead. You know, and not a lot of teams will do that to breaking. And as you say, the game got away from us at the end. I think their class, their quality showed through. Um, but the signs are definitely there. How's the season been for yourself? Obviously, yourself and, and Charlie uh, coming in in the summer. How's the season been? Obviously, we've, we've touched on there. You know... Uh, a lot of frustrations in, in, the, in, in some games, but on the whole, um, sounds like you know very much a, a positive outlook from yourselves. But how has the season been personally for yourself? I think it's it's always going to be difficult when you see where we are on the table. Um, it's been a challenge, but I knew we knew it was going to be coming in. We came in at the end of pre-season, um, so there wasn't much scope to change anything that was there. But the first few sessions you have the boys, I was more than happy to work with what we had. We had a really good end to pre-season, we had a couple of good displays pre-season, so you're confident going into the season. And once we picked up the first few points, you realise how good the team can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the past four or five weeks, it's been a real tough run of fixtures. So... It's a good time to talk to now because that's us halfway through the season. We've played everybody. So it's starting again at Huntley now. Hopefully get a good good few weeks ahead of us and pick up a few points and 
in my opinion, get us away from where we don't really deserve to be in that table. I think we should be a little further up. And we've got the opportunity to do that now. Yeah, you've got four games between now and the end of the end of the year. Um, Huntley, yeah. rightly so, you mentioned on Saturday, you've got uh, Wick, Forrest and Clach. Now, obviously, those those clubs will be looking at you guys and thinking, well, that's three points. But in realistic terms, you know, it's it's not um, it's not without Strathspey Thistle's reach to to go and get wins in those games as well. You'll be looking at those kind of four sides. Two of them have, have put on reruns and, and gone up, you know, higher up the table this season. But you'll be looking at those sides and and, and fancying your chances to get get the three points. Definitely, definitely. So I keep saying as a coaching team, <coughs> we are we're looking at these games and we're looking for three points for each of them. Um, we've showed at the start of the season we've put in a real battle and performance first game of the season at Huntley. Um, Wick as well at home. It was a really entertaining game. Three each up finished. And again, gave a really good account of herself. And then for us, I think it was a bit of a disappointing one from us. We switched off too many times, conceded um, kind of late on in that game. And Clark McCudden, we've had some good performances through there. We beat them in the Cup. Um, unfortunately, last weekend... Came away with nothing, one one nil. But again, in my eyes, it's winnable games, and we've got to get in with that attitude that we can win the games because I know we can. Charlie knows we can. The rest of the coaching team know we can. So it's getting the right attitude. It's preparing well for the games, and see what we can get from. You mentioned there, obviously, uh, you want to avoid any issues at the bottom. I don't want to talk ill of any other club, but at the moment, you know, for William Mark, yeah, they're, they're struggling, aren't they? You know, 10 0 at the weekend. It's not been a great season from them. They've kind of gone from not playing any home games to, you know, losing by big margins again uh, when they were quite competitive at the start of the season. But in numbers wise, they're eight points adrift. Uh, you're eight points clear, if you like. I, I suppose, you know, you don't want to, to look over your shoulder. Um, they, I dare say they will become they will, they will get a spark as the season goes on they have to try and get something but at, at this stage of the season you'll be looking to increase that margin and, and, and not have that kind of come February, March kind of nervously glancing over your shoulder Definitely, I think that's why the next few months are important <clears throat> um, we know we've got that tough run of fixtures coming up at the end of the season so we don't want to get into that looking over our shoulder so, really, the next over the winter time, that's when we're looking to pick up our points. We're looking to really build on what we've got. We're looking to turn these performances into points and then be able to get into the last few games of the season just looking for improvement um, against <clears throat> these teams up the top than what we showed in the past few weeks. We want to be able to enjoy that wee spell challenging ourselves against these teams mm-hmm. and not really needing to worry about desperately needing points to get away from that situation. Yeah, you've got a nice little margin just now. Um, it would be nice to uh, to increase that margin and just, uh, the key word was just, was just to enjoy. And I suppose once you've got, you know, you mentioned a lot of younger lads in the squad as well, it's, it's crucial for them to enjoy their football too. So if you can... Yes. You know, put the hard work in just now and, and hopefully, you know, uh, I'm not going to say sit back and enjoy the rest of your season because you'll obviously want to, to push on. But yeah, it is just about really 
making sure that you have enough distance away from Fort William as possible just now. Definitely. I thought, whenever I'm looking at the league table now, it's disappointing to see where we are, but I'm always looking <coughs> to see where a wee run I'll get is. It's, mm-hmm. it's about looking up the table and it's about looking at teams that are maybe placed 12th, 13th, and you know that we're putting good performances against them and taking points off some of these teams. So there's no reason why we can't put a run together and finish the season in a really good position. I know we spoke about the season uh, from your own point of view, Jamie, but in terms of you know getting uh, involved at Strathspey Thistle at the start of the season, becoming Charlie's number two as well, um, moving on in terms of your coaching career as well, you, you enjoying it? Loving it, Ian, yeah, really enjoying it. The club's excellent. I think it's a really good place to to come into. Um, and I'm grateful for to Charlie. He didn't have to take me with him, but he's given me that opportunity. Um, so yeah, you don't want to let him down. So it's a challenge. It's a good challenge, but it's one that I'm I'm really enjoying. Good. Well, Jimmy, I hope you uh, do enjoy it as the the season goes on. That's the key word. Um, big couple of games ahead. Big month in store for you guys. And uh, and yeah, all the very best as the season goes on. Thanks very much, Ian. Take care, mate. Well, my thanks to Jamie and Mark for joining me here on the HFL show. Before we wrap up, let's have a look at this weekend's fixture list tie of the weekend, game of the weekend, if you like, because it's not a tie, it's a league game. Fraserburgh away to for Martin United, for Martin getting that draw with Rothis at the weekend. They'll go up against the league leaders at North Lodge Park. Bucky Thistle head to Lossiemouth and a Murray Derby Brora. Take on Devon Vale at Dudgeon Park. Clach are at home to Locos. That one kicks off at half past one. Rothis take on for Martin at McKessick Park. Nairn County face Keith. Strathspey Thistle, as we talked to with Jamie, take on Huntley and Gordy Connolly. And his third game in charge of Forest Mechanics heads to his old club, Wick Academy. No game for Brecon City or Tariff this weekend. Brecon City, of course, involved in the Scottish Cup. They play Monday night at home to Darvel. That's it from me here on the HFL Show. Enjoy your weekend, wherever the football takes you.